this is like my fourth outfit today because I tried to do Christmassy things today, but I'm just um, what? I'm just, well, I mean, you know, I, t I tried to go red and black and some. Wait, that's because nine of your shirts are red and black. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's not Christmas. That's Tuesday. <laughs> but I'm dealing with the uh, pandemic pounds uh, at the moment. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we're yeah. working on it. We're working, we're on, working we're gonna, on it. But welcome everybody, and we are so grateful that you've so joined us today. For you tried and true <laughs> connectors, welcome back. And for those of you who may have been uh, may be joining us for the very first time, we want to say welcome. This Absolutely. is Kyle. Hi, My name is Danielle, and uh, we're just a little piece of Connect Church, but we're welcoming you into yeah. our home today, and we're so grateful that you've come and to be with, with us for the next we've, hour. We've got such a, a fantastic team. Um, we really do. Yeah, and we do. Uh, if you're newer to Connect, or or maybe this is your first time, or you've just been kind of trying to figure it out, can I really encourage you go to Linktree. Uh, our Linktree app that's there um, in the bio on uh, Instagram and there on uh, all the other feeds as well. And it just, it'll just tell you about the team and who we are and what's going on. And you can um, find out a little bit more about Forged, which is our which men's discipleship group. And, and shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. shoulder. Which is for our ladies. And that's our discipleship group. And Love it. right now we're doing everything virtually. So you get to be in your PJs and you get to be comfy. And um, But yeah, it's definitely a way to connect. And it's definitely a way to still build community. So we welcome you to be a part of that. Our kiddo service that is over on our YouTube channel takes place at 930, 9.30, so right before Big Kids Church. And um, we are so grateful for Pastors Kevin and Lisa. They They're do awesome. a beautiful job, and we start VBS next week. Yeah, right? VBS. It's a, it's a Christmas VBS for the kiddos, and it lasts for th the, those three weeks. Yeah, and you know, one of the other things that we're doing that uh, I just really hope that you, uh, that we as a church can get on board with this, um, and we have for so many years. Yeah. One of the things that we love to do at Connect is really um, show love to community yeah. and actually help bring dignity to parents. Yeah. It's something that, that Danielle and I are very passionate about. And so we have uh, our uh, toy store our this annual year, toy annual store. toy store. It's a uh, Christmas toy store. It's got to be done a little differently this year. So this year uh, we're, we're really helping to honor uh, children by uh, um, giving, uh, giving the parents some uh, gift, gift cards, cards so and they can choose gifts for their kiddos. And yeah, we're, so we're right in the middle right now. We're in the middle of two things. We're right in the middle of being the hands and feet of Jesus, which is committing to being a family that yep. helps undergird financially another family. It's uh, $25 per child is going to each child in the family as we give. So on our Linktree app, you can go ahead and be one of those families that helps undergird um, another uh, another family financially. And also, if you're in a family yep. in, in a, within our community yep. right now that would really benefit from being financially undergirded with your kiddos, for your kiddos, there's also a place on there for you to sign up as well. And uh, TKC, our um, Thy Kingdom Chrome uh, food food truck ministry that, that we're in partnership with uh, Carson One's A1 Foundation, uh, they're going to be giving food away on yeah. that day as well. And uh, just kind of a Christmas uh, goodies uh, for the kids. And we look, we love it. We want to be a part of it. We're going to do it uh, coming up soon on the 14th of December. So it gives parents enough time. So please yeah. look. And if you're, if you're a family that uh, is able to take advantage of that, really uh, is, is find yourself in that position, maybe for the first time this yeah. year, it's all right. It's all good. That's what a body is about. That's what community, it's why we talk about church as a community. We're living life together because sometimes uh, we get to give and other times we get to receive and that's the way the kingdom of God works. Yeah. 
um, and in the seasons that we're in. So uh, just head on over to the link tree um, uh, right after service and be a part of that. And Dee, we've got a good big yes, news celebration. Big announcement today. This is very this is very exciting. I'm for, so excited. For our whole team. Whole very, team. very, very excited. And you will be in a few moments. So do you, you want yeah, to Yeah, we're, we're going to have a very <laughs> merry connect, connect Christmas, Christmas tour. tour. Yeah, yeah, very merry connect tour. Uh, guys, to be honest, uh, we are so excited that the building and the Cherry Hill building is uh, uh, is moving along, moving along, moving along, and it's it's starting to come to its completion. Uh, and for our Christmas Eve Eve time together, um, for those of you who don't know why we're saying that, oh yeah, some of you might not. <laughs> yeah, um, tell why. Just from from the very beginning of the onset of church, yeah. we used to rent a space. And we couldn't rent it on Christmas Eve. So we started 20 years ago or whatever doing Christmas Eve Eve services. I love it. And it just kind of worked for everybody because it kind of frees up your East, your Christmas Eve um, to do whatever you're going to be doing. So Christmas Eve Eve has just always been our regular service. Right. So this year we wanted to find a unique way to still be able to bring you guys together in a safe way, in a healthy way, in a spread out way, yep. and also to give you a lot of hope and cast a lot of hopeful vision for you. It's not always going to look like this. Life is not always yes. going to look like it Life is, is right now. Life is not always going to look like this. And I'm telling you, if you come and be a part of our Christmas house tour to see the progress the massive progress yes. of the building. You're gonna, we're gonna have it decorated for Christmas. We're yep. gonna have little vignettes set up so you understand what's happening. Christmas music coming on. Yeah, and scents. Scents. Oh scents yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, scent is yeah. my, that my is, favorite. It is your thing. And goodies, and there's gonna be a lot of Christmas heart in it, but it's also gonna be a lot of God's heart for His house in Absolutely. there. You're gonna see all of our team. It's gonna be a guided tour. So that um, each one of our team is in a different room, so that you get to see all of them. Because if we have one person doing your tour, then yeah, maybe only, only get to see, see one them. team member. Yep. But this way, you get to see everybody, and you get to see each other, even if it's from afar and in your way. Merry Christmas! We're making it. We're here. We got we're it. We're it. doing it. And it's just—I'm telling you, when you because I know that so many of you are just kind of envisioning maybe it'll be a different paint color or something. You've got no idea. And it's not just the look of the church too, right? It's, it's just the heartbeat of it. Absolutely. And, um, really where God is turning our church toward. And there's so many of you that have never even been to a Connect service yet. I know. Um, this is, you know, you've, you've become part of the family while we've been online since March. So this would be your opportunity to start to see things in motion and join your new family as well and be around people and just... Be around the spirit of, of, of who Jesus is through this house. Yeah, it's, so, it's going to be so cool. So I love, It's going to be so cool. So uh, December 23rd, um, write that down there. Fo pay attention. Follow social media. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be more announcements uh, coming uh, along and, and how to maybe uh, uh, sign up for that or find out what the times are and all those kind of things. So, guys, I, Dee and I truly are excited to be with you. We can't wait to see you, and I know you can't wait to see each other. And what a great way to, you know, I... I don't, I don't know about you, but for me, every time I've walked into the building and I've had the opportunity to be there a lot, um, I, I'm not just seeing the, the, the drywall and the paint and the lights. I'm actually seeing your friends mm -hmm. and your family and your kiddos and your coworkers coming to Jesus and being healed and being set free and being delivered. Um, and that's the message of Christmas. Uh, that, that Jesus Christ uh, came to set us free. He, he came to restore hope 
uh, and and life into us. And so uh, just mark down right now. Be a part of it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and we're going to spread it out over yeah, a, a handful hours. of hours. Yeah. It's going to still be at mm-hmm. nighttime. So you're going to get to experience and have fun with all the beautiful Christmas lights and all that jazz. But we'll spread it out and we'll do it all. So I'm pulled up to uh, TKC. Oh, no. They outraged the other day, and uh, they, they, haven't, they haven't been there in a little while. Uh, and they were like, I almost drove by because the, the it wasn't the right color. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, yeah, but uh, the moment you drive up, and especially amazing. with what was happening yesterday. And, yeah, well, oh, Lord, my We're going to post our posting little pictures, just little things, like things that you don't even realize are happening that were like, oh, my stars, <laughs> right? So that when you drive up, you're really going to be shocked. Like, wow. Okay, totally the shocked. elves, they have been busy. Yeah, man. Well, there's only three jobs for elves. Oh, no. That's a, You can either make shoes at night for the cobbler, or you can bake cookies in a tree, come on, or you can make presents for Santa. <laughs> now I want those striped cookies. I know the striped, striped cookies. Oh, my gosh. And Keebler. have you ever known, like when we were kids. Fudge striped cookies. Fudge striped. They were like this Hallelujah. big when we were kids. I know, they're huge. Now they're like this they're big. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. Like and they're probably twice as much the calories. Yeah, that's right. It's all good. Hey. Uh, well, look, we want to like. Can we just pray real quick, and then we're going to dive into the word because we believe. Dee and I really believe. Dee, we're going to do this a little different today. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, there's there's some uh, vulnerability today. There's some uh, real authenticity today. There's uh, some really uh, understanding of the word and where 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 this all starts in the sense of uh, with a with with contact with God's will. Um, and so can we just pray today? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every person that's watching right now, yes, every person God. that's engaged, Amen. encountering you today, Lord, everybody who will listen, everybody yes. who, yes, because Lord. you're outside of time and space. And so we thank you that your mercies were new today. Lord God, your love is new every time we come to it. So Holy Spirit, come and move. Open our hearts today. Open our eyes today. Open our ears today. Yes. Let us encounter you in such a real way that our lives are forever altered. Let us not yes. just have a great morning that's exciting, that is encouraging, Lord. Lord God, and uplifting. Let us have a, a, a morning where we encounter the love, the grace, and the mercy that comes from your throne in such a way that our lives are forever altered, that we know you, and that we desire to make you known to everyone and in everywhere. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, if you brought your Bibles, uh, why don't you open? We're going to actually go to two different places in the uh, in the New Testament. We're going to start in Matthew chapter 1, and then we're going to go to Luke chapter 1. Matthew, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke. Matthew's the first. Luke is the third books of the New Testament. Um, and we, you know, for the last couple of weeks, Dave, we've been talking about the Sermon on the Mount and kind of mm-hmm. kingdom uh, characteristics. We're just going to push a pin in that in, into that. We're going to come back to that. But we, we really felt like we wanted to talk about... Um, kind of the Christmas story, the bigger Christmas story, because many times we get to Christmas. I know I'm touching you. This is the beautiful thing about the chairs I being know, this close. I know, we moved the uh-huh. table, and now we're yeah. closer, and you're yeah. leaning. Yeah, I'm leaning. You're in my personal yeah. space of my bubble. I know. Spaghetti arms, <laughs> my dance space. Um, bubble. Um, but we, 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 we really felt like I've been feeling that a lot of times we get to Christmas, yeah. like the, the Sunday before Christmas, and then yeah, we yeah, start yeah. talking, like, yeah. we're like, oh, we better start talking about Christmas. Yeah. And there's so much in this story. It's more than just a manger. It's more than just the shepherds. It's more than just the angels. There's so much yeah. that's uh, powerful about this. And so uh, if you brought your Bible today, uh, we're going to talk, uh, turn to Matthew 1. We're going to talk about Mary and her experience kind of in this incredible moment, uh, in this unexpected moment, and how to handle unexpected moments. Because, babe, 2020 has been filled with unexpected moments. And mm-hmm. just because the calendar is going to turn yeah, right? in 30 days or so, right, it doesn't mean that those unexpected moments aren't going to happen. And uh, how she responds changes the mm-hmm. world. 
Um, and, and, and my friends, how we respond to those unexpected moments can either restrict or release our joy, our peace, uh, our, 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 the, uh, the freedom in relationships, health, wholeness, our future. Um, and so hopefully today we can learn how to handle those unexpected moments a little bit, a little bit differently. But in, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, um, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before, before they came together, before, you know, okay, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. Like, that's the, that's, I love Matthew, it's condensed. I know. Right? This is, Reader's Digest, yeah. it's the Cliff Notes yeah. version, right? So, but, but. Never the, happened before or since. I know, right? It's mentioned in half a sentence. Yeah, it's like, it's, <laughs> exactly, it's a verse. Um, God became flesh, it's a verse. Um, so how did, we have to ask, how does this happen? So Luke. Thank gosh. Uh, does, he does a better job. Um, Luke in verse uh, 35, we're going to just kind of hop in. There's an angel that shows up to Mary and says this. Because she's like, how can this be? I have yeah. never lain with a man. How am yeah. I going to have a child? Which is a good question. Um, and he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. This is a creation moment. Just like in Genesis 1, the Holy Spirit right. uh, hung over the, shadow, uh, the, the, the waters of the deep and out of that spirit came life. Um, there's, it's this picture again. The Holy Spirit is going to be the creator of life, the new birth of a new world. Therefore, the, the child will be born and will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived the Son, and this in the sixth month, uh, with her also being called barren. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary's response to this unexpected moment is, Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Let it be done according to your word. Mm. You know, we're going to do this in two parts. Steve's going to kind of set up the problem a little bit and talk about how she sees the issue in this. And then I'm going to hopefully help us to be able to, to walk through this a little bit yeah. more and put some feet to it. So yeah. how do we handle this kind of unexpected moment? Um, the, 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 chap, the verse in um, Matthew. Can yeah, you Matthew. read that just the part with Mary? Absolutely. The very yep. first one. When Mary, his mother, had... That's good. Yep. <laughs> when Mary, <laughs> okay. his mother. So... You know, it's so um, unnerving when you say, God, can you help me find something fresh I know, in right this about, passage yeah. that we want to share? And then he says, sure, I'm going to collide it with your life. <laughs> like, I meant, like, maybe insight into the Greek. Yeah, is there a different Greek word that I missed somehow? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's that's exactly what happened um, with this. I When we had started talking about, we, you know, us wanting to start really like occupying that that Christmas story more than just a story. Um, when we started reading, I was asking God, like, God, please give me something that is meaningful to people in their situations yeah. right yeah. now because we are for yeah. sure in a different situation yeah, no than, than we have seen in our modern age. And yeah. Mary was as well. And so when I began to read through the story, I never made it past that half of a sentence. <laughs> Right? And when like Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother. and yep. and it bothered me. If I was, if I'm going to be this 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 morning, yeah. we have to understand that this morning is a really um, earnest morning. It's very um, <clears throat> raw, and I think a lot of times we will share something once God has brought us through it. But I also think there's value in something like today when you still when you're able to st still see people that are still in process of yeah. learning something. And for me, what we're sharing about is definitely something that I'm still in process with. And I'm grateful because Kyle has been such an intricate part of um, helping me understand, have a new understanding. But when I read that, 
it bothered me a lot and I actually knew why it bothered me but I kept doing this thing where we all do it and you kind of um, want to deny it. Like, oh, that can't be. Like, yeah, you right. censor yep. your yep. own. You, censor, you yep. censor your own self, even though you weren't able to censor your brain because yes. your brain, like, initially was like, well, you know, mother. Mm. And the reason that it bothered me is because right from the start, she was identified as mother, not just as Mary. Because before all of this, Mary was just Mary. And she yeah. was just a girl that had friends and had a certain position in her yep. family and she had a certain place in her society and she clearly was a pure girl. She, yep. she clearly was someone that God could choose to entrust with his son, right? But before she knew all that, she was just Mary. And um, I often kid with... Kay about the movie The Holiday, if you've seen it. There's a real sweet scene um, in between um, a character who was had a long, lengthy um, career in the movies. Arthur. And Arthur. Uh, didn't you hear the music? <laughs> if you know it, then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, he's talking to Kate Winslet's character. And he said, you know, we have a, this thing in the movies. That there's, there's always the leading lady, and then there's the best friend. And you, I can tell, you're a leading lady, but for some reason you keep acting like the best friend. Yeah, and then yep. she says, yep. you know, <clears throat> oh my goodness, you know, like, that's awful to hear, but so true. And yeah. she talks about you're supposed to be the leading lady in your own life. life. Yep. And when she, I can still remember how I, how I interpreted that when I first heard it, when I first saw the movie. And it was so gripping because you're like, that's it, that's exactly it. And then you go back to the story of Jesus and you see Mary immediately identified as mother and it was bothering me because in order to play a part like Mary um, not in a super spiritual way but to play your part inside of your calling inside of your life it requires you to not be the centric character in your own story yes and it requires that you have come to terms with a life that actually orbits around mainly another, capital A, yeah. Jesus, and then thus all others. So that you have to be willing to be that backup, that side character, that, that character that just <clears throat> yep. adds some notes. You don't get to be the whole symphony. And I think that we are so um, in our own selves trying to write our story and we're trying to um, have a legacy and we're trying to live our lives meaningfully and we also want to live our lives so that our life is meaningful to the people that we love and so we create a story that's very us centric yeah. me centric and so when I saw Mary immediately identified in the story as who she was in proximity to Jesus the human side of me bucked yep because I wanted to say that Jesus was her son and in the story we're already getting an understanding that she was the, her, the part that she was to play was as the mother to the son of God she was a carrier and she and I said to Kay you know um, well before I say that I'll say like a, a little another little story that kind of gives um, framework to this. So w one time years ago, we were uh, we were driving in a car. And some of some of you will know who he is, but we were uh, we were 
we were driving with someone named Phil Driscoll. Pastor Ron will know who that is. And he's a phenomenal musician. Like, oh, phenomenal, right? Like world-class. World-class yeah. um, musician. And he was telling us the story about how someone had flown him in to... Like the other side of the world. Like, yeah. Like, it was like, like really forever, flown him like in. Really flown him all the way yeah. in um, to perform uh, with their yeah. their band. And so he gets there and, you know, he takes out his saxophone and everything. And he's just, like, playing all the notes, right? And just, like, like playing the house down. And the guy that was leading it just kept kind of, like, giving him this hand. And he was like, well, that's interesting. And he just kept being Phil Driscoll, right? Yep. And so then the guy said to him, he just kept going, hmm, 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 right? And he was like, what? And he's like, those two notes, hmm, hmm. And he was like, you know, I said to myself, oh, this time I'd not. I got it. He said, I, I said, you know, they, they flew me all the way over here. And now they're like, what? They don't want me to be who I am. They don't want me to play my, you know, do my thing. And, and the guy said to him, just two notes. Just two notes. Just two notes. And it was like a, a radical lesson for him because he was like, yeah, if my part is to fly all the way around the world and you bring me in and you just want me to play two notes. They're going to be the best That's two, two notes. notes that I could ever play. And it sounds very awesome in a story. Right. Right? But when you think about your life. Offended. Yeah. And if you set up your life yep. to be willing to only be two notes in someone's story, to only be two notes in the tale, it's really hard to hold true to being yielded to that and think of yourself as the main character and that the story of your life is centric to who you want to be. And I was talking to him about the fact that um, it's one thing to say, God, you know, use me. I, like, Mary, like you want to yeah. see everything was easy, right? Yeah. Like, oh. And, but when we, when we say that, we normally mean, because when it begins to get fleshed out and we see us buck, what we're really normally saying is, please utilize me. Yes, this is good. We're not really saying, use me. Because to be used is to surrender all of our entitlement. And I said to Kay, if 2020 has, could be summed up for me personally in one way, it would, probably be, it would probably be the year of unmet expectation. Yeah, definitely. And um, expectation that I didn't even know I had, I was occupied, I, I built a house. Yep. I set up like yeah. a water filtration. No doubt. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I had like, gardens. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> and right I had a lot of guest wall. houses. Yeah, 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 exactly right. right. And, and there are some people do before you even hot yeah. that are going to say, there's nothing wrong with expectation. No, there's yeah. nothing wrong with expectancy. Expectancy mm, is believing really that good. something's going to happen. We have expectancy with God. Expectation is uh, expecting something to happen the way you think it should happen. That's mm -hmm. expectation. And so those two things aren't synonymous. They're really not. And so when it comes to God, we need to have expectancy, not expectation. When we have, when we have, when it comes to a healthy relationship, there needs to be expectancy. I, I there's an expectancy that you are going to be a healthy woman of God, right? right? But there, but there's not the ex expectation of this I get is, to define. I that. get to define that, and that's what you. That's where that's the house you built. The house you yeah. built was expectation. I get to define the way that it should be. And then rights come from that. Entitlement comes from totally. that. Totally. And I think that, um, you know, if we think about Mary in real life terms, church, not just as a caricature Correct. of someone that we've heard about 
she had a life, like I said, she was just married before this, right? So she had relationships. She had a, a, um, a particular persona in her community. And when she became pregnant with Jesus, she had to have lost people. I mean, huh. think about how people reacted to her. Think about people, how we know people responded. Correct. What Joseph himself was going to do and Correct. was planning on doing. This was not something that people embraced, particularly back in that era. So it didn't change thirty years later, even. No, even it when didn't. Jesus starts to That's do stuff correct. for her, all of her her town, Jesus couldn't do anything in yes. because they were like, yes. "We know who you are." Right? I mean, so, it's two thousand and twenty out there, and and it still hasn't changed. And it still yeah. hasn't yeah, changed. Yeah. So, um, but you know, when she gave birth to Jesus, people didn't suddenly go, "Oh, she was telling the truth." Right. Right. Exactly. And exactly, everybody had this exactly. understanding that this was Jesus. It's something that altered her name in history's books. Now, for us, we're like, "Thank God for Mary." Correct. Thank God she yielded. Thank God she was willing. Thank God she walked through that. But, but, but other people always saw her as marred, always saw yes. her as jaded, always saw her differently. For all of time, she lost family. She had to lost. Correct. She had to have lost place and community and friends and and some and some forever. And you know she could have been like, yeah, you know Jesus, I know that you um, found like, me to be a great home for you. But while you were like, yes. I, this is how my conversation with God would have gone. While you are having the Spirit come upon me, right, and have me carry the Christ child, yes, could you also to the people that matter the most to me, at least in my life, yeah. could you at <clears throat> least give them a supernatural understanding yep. and compassion for me? Like, while you're at it, right. while you're doing the most supernatural... Right. While you're doing the hardest thing, could hardest you do something miracle, much easier? Could yeah. you just also sprinkle yeah. the people around me with some compassion, with yeah, because, some grace? Because I'm okay if people I don't know right. don't it's like me. It's a different me. degree of, totally different. of struggle. But when it's the people that you have, like you said, are living in the guest houses of that expectation, right? it... it yeah. It's a much harder moment. And, and, and I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going to hand it over to Kay. But um, we really wanted to try to show you, and this is just one example um, through the story of Mary that we can bring. And you're going to have your own examples. But the one added layer that I want to bring here is something that I really think we can all um, have an understanding of in our own life. But it's been really hard for me to own and um, unlearn. And, I, and yeah. Kyle knows I've been talking to him yep. so much about what I have to unlearn. Uh, that's a hard thing because a lot of times when we're learning something new, we just want to hurry up and plant. And we don't want to take ownership for soil that has poison in it. Yep. And that has been very, yep. very hard Correct. for me because what we want, and we don't do this even a lot of times, church, we don't do this with an awareness. I'm going to give you an easy example. But so, you know, we're oftentimes we show up for people in our lives, right? Yep. People that are close yep. to us in our lives. We show up for them. And we don't do it with this running monologue inside, well, listen, I'm so and some showing up for you. So you, so better, you better show, show up, up for me. me. Yep. We don't have that. But what happens is, is that's revealed in us. When it doesn't happen. Yes. Yes. Right? So in yes. whatever yes. form, yes. we think we've done an excellent job at our job. And we think we've sown the hours. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've sacrificed, how much my family hasn't seen me. I don't know. And then it comes time for that to be acknowledged and it's completely overlooked. That's when you really realize yes. the monologue that has been going on in the interior of your soul. Your spirit might say like, oh, yes, I just serve as unto the Lord. But your soul is like, are you kidding me? And what I was saying to Kay is that it's not just enough to make your peace with saying that, Okay, I really have had un, uh, a, a 
how can I say this? I really have had uh, expectation of and, and, and thought this is what your intention should be towards me. That was just maybe not right because now it's been revealed that it's not Correct. right. It was actually wrong for me to have that expectation. Because a lot of times we go right to, well, what are you saying? Are you saying that people should be able to mistreat me? We're no. not talking about mistreatment. I'm actually talking about expecting any treatment at all. And that's what's been hard because I want to, you know, I say, well, what, what do you mean? There's no, I, what are you saying? I'm a pastor, and because I'm being a pastor and that's my life's calling, that it's not right for me to expect things from people? Yeah. And your answer to me was? Uh, no. That's really hard. No. Because when you live your life with a certain um, desire to give away, because we know that God is good yeah. and we know that God does plant and give things into our lives, we want to also then tell him the means and the people by which that should come back to us. And that's not the agreement that Mary made when yeah. she signed up to Correct. be yielded to be whatever, wherever, whenever. That's not the deal, but it has to come back to me through this. My, my, all of my family, all of my closest friends, Mary's right. saying, they have to know that right. this is Correct. true. Correct. She didn't get to have any of that, and some of that remained broken until she until the other side of the veil. And that's what we're talking about today, church, is that there are some things that we have to unlearn. And it's not just like, oh, yeah, 2020, I get it. You, Yeah, the year of unmet expectation. But I'm talking about what do we have to uproot that never should have had a rightful place in us for us to think that we had the right to have that expectation on people. And I'm not, again, talking about being mistreated, like Correct. you know, Correct. being harmed <clears throat> or abused. I'm just talking about we... And, and this is it. We want to be able to tell people how loving us looks like. Correct. And it usually looks the way that we hope we have loved them. Because very, very, very hardly ever do we ever so love and expect what we get back to look different. Correct. We're usually sowing what we think is important. Right? So uh, if I'm sowing like I think that you giving me your time is important, I'm going to give you my time. Correct. Because that's what I have found would be important. That's what comes back to me as saying that you would love me. So usually we're taking and we're inspecting what we've given and said, yep, that's love. And then if you don't give that back to me, I'm saying to you, that's not how I say it looks like to love me. And what God is saying to us, I think today through Mary's story, is that what has to matter the most to us is how God chose to love Mary because this was Correct. even an Correct. act of love towards her. Correct. And, and the... I think a lot of times we we are willing to sow into those things, um, even acts of love out of a good place, but thinking it's going to create a safe place for us. And that expectation Boy. is dangerous because we have to unlearn that. We have to realize that the only safe place is at the foot of the cross. The only safe one is Jesus. And that, you know, and that's, and that's really, easy. Really hard. It's easy theologically to say that, right? Oh, you know, it's easy theologically, but when, when, like, when the people who are the closest to you don't reciprocate and you felt like everything that you sowed in them created safe place. Yeah, that's good. Right? It created that's safe good. place. So there's an expectation that they should respond. Right. There's, there's this. Right. Um, it, it, it actually sets us up. Uh, for offense, for hurt, for, sure. for disappointment, and, it, and it, distance and disunity. Correct, I, 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 absolutely right. And that's where Mary, she she doesn't say yes if Joseph 
would agree. She doesn't say yes if her her parents are all right she with it. She doesn't bring a contract. Right, the there's table. no contract. She's just <laughs> said, God, if you're in it, then I trust you in yeah. it. And her trust is in him. And, you know, it's these, <clears throat> we don't wrestle with many times the expected moments that are coming. You know, we wrestle with these unexpected moments mm -hmm. that come. And 2020 has been filled with unexpected moments. But unexpected moments, if we handle them right, as Mary did, can actually lead to unexpected breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. And that's the hope I want to give you today. Because, um, you know, Mary faced this very unexpected moment but she responds in an unusual way, right? It's not usual. What she did, she responds in this unusual way. And it, it required that she unlearn some things about her life and actually then learn some things about her life. And I think that's where we, uh, in, this, in this tension, need to come to today. When we're facing these unexpected moments like Mary did, like Dee's talking about, uh, the truth is, that, uh, that, that there, to, to, we have to unlearn some things and we have to learn some things. But to unlearn some things requires surrender. But to learn some things requires submission. And those two things have to go hand in hand in our lives, babe. It's, it's not either or. I'm just going to surrender. No, no, you got to surrender and submit. I'm just going to submit to the word. No, no, you got to surrender to God first, right? So it's this end both moment because if we, the truth is, if, if we, unlearn some things uh if we unlearn some things without learning something new we create that clean but empty moment yes, and we talk about this empty. all the time this clean but empty right matthew chapter 12 jesus says uh that the, the spirit comes out goes out of a person and when they come when it comes back it finds the house swept clean put in order everything looks good but it's not occupied. It's empty. There's no occupation of something new in it. So the, the enemy goes and gets seven worse brothers, comes back, yeah. and the person's life is worse off than it was before. Because we've, un we've unlearned some things. We we've recognized some, some things are wrong that we used to think right. are wrong. Yeah. Some ways we used to believe are wrong. But because we haven't replaced it with something new, we haven't renewed the mind, it becomes the fault system. It doesn't matter that we recognize it as wrong. It becomes the default system, and that makes it seven times worse because now we are still acting the way we shouldn't be acting, knowing that the way that we're acting is wrong. <laughs> that becomes the issue in our life. And it creates, I think, babe, this void in our life where we haven't put anything new in mm -hmm. that where any kind of any kind of wandering belief system that hops by, yeah, right. so whatever kind of emotion hops up, right. some vagabond spirit just hops in yeah. and it begins to create this life uh, of unhealth. And you always you always have people in your life that'll tell you that it's okay. Like always, if you if you 100%. built your life, right, as you as the leading person, the leading character and not as like, you know, the backup as the Correct. supporting cast. Correct. You'll always then have had built people into your life that are your supporting cast and they'll tell you it's fine. You said, like, you know, if we handle this correctly, and all I heard in my mind was, if we handle it correctly, normally um, we want to control it correctly. Because <laughs> handling requires yeah. requires toil, right? Correct. In that soil. And it also requires um, repentance. Repentance. Being and saying, like, I was wrong for this. I was wrong. And, and repentance isn't just admitting we're wrong. It's turning around and walking in a new direction. And I, and I think, babe, the, I think the struggle... The, the challenge probably for many Christians today isn't as much the first as it is the second, where, where we learn something new, mm -hmm. but we have not unlearned the old. Yeah. 
And so when we learn something new without unlearning the old, it's like building a house on an ancient burial ground, right? It's, it's it, Sooner or later, come on, somebody. Sooner or later, the ghosts of the past are going to creep in. They're on you, right? And we, so many, so many men and women of God are living this poltergeist type of style reality where they they, they built this new home, this new life, wow. this new belief system in Christ, but they've never dealt with the ghosts. But sooner or later, the ghosts of their past mentality, their past hurt, their past offense, their past shame, their past uh, upbringing, their past belief system, because we have, we have learned something new yeah. but we have an unlearned what we think we have a right to exactly right that's already buried we have we are yes. not listen i think the challenge for many christians today is that we have we have built a new life on a on a faulty foundation we haven't built it on the rock we profess the rock but yeah. we haven't actually dealt with we haven't excavated Man, when you want to build a house where a cemetery used to be, you've got to excavate and you've got to exhume the things that were there before. Too many of us are building lives and relationships and marriages, and we've never taken time to exhume the dead bodies, to exhume, to exercise the dead spirits that are there. Come on. We are just building it up in our lives. It's why the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10, God says, I've given you, I've appointed you, I've empowered you to tear down, yeah. to uproot right, and to right. tear down, True. to build and to plant. It's a two-part process. Mm -hmm. There are some things we've got to uproot. There are some weeds in our soil, D. That's what we're being talking about. There are some weeds in our, the soil of our heart mm -hmm. that, have, that have been there, that have gotten deep-rooted inside of us, that have affected the way that we see life. There are some constructs that we have constructed, that need to be torn down in our life, that, that, that we've lived in, that, 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 that have protected us for so long. There's arguments and justifications yes. for the why we are the way that we are. And some of them sound holy, yes. and some of them sound righteous, and some of them sound well-meaning. And all of it, at the end of it, is in a place that is going to, it is a, we have not exhumed the dead uh, bodies that are that, that we're building this life on and I think that becomes the problem so we have to we have to uproot and tear down and then build and plant I keep having a um, I kind of feel I, I feel like it's a, um, like a prophetic visual mm -hmm. um, whatever that means but I keep seeing um, I keep seeing people uh, uh, that are watching right now yeah. and um, you're like me you've you've prided yourself on, um, on, on the foundation being made of the right materials and the foundation itself being strong. And um, when some things have started to collapse, you have wanted to claim a pure foundation. But Correct. what I keep seeing is this, the, I, I keep seeing the layer of dirt beneath the surface and I keep seeing this foundation of a house and in the foundation itself, if you were just to inspect the house, it's, the foundation itself looks great, but it's built on top of skeletons. Yeah, 100%. And so I just see all of these skeletons lying on that line between the ground and the foundation, and the weight of this house eventually began to shift because the bones broke. The wow. bones of that, which wow. had, because eventually that's the wow. haunting. And it's so like, haunting. even if you just say like, well, I do this, I read the Bible, I go to church, I this, I this, I this. But if, if, the, if the bones, if it's built on, on ghosts, yes. if it's built on what has haunted you, those bones are, are eventually going to break and powder and that foundation it's is going, going to, to be sink. affected. Yeah. Look, 
Um, let me just say this. Um, if you're building, if you're trying to be a parent based off of, I'm never going to be like my parents, you need to exhume the body. If you are trying to build a life of purity, sexual purity, um, and yet have never exhumed and exercised Amen. the spirit of, uh, of, of pornography that you grew up with or the soul ties that you created having sexual relations outside yeah. of marriage beforehand, there's no, there's no, see, in that, then we have to exercise the spirit of shame. Right. See, all of these things, like we're trying to build marriages, we're trying to build Christian lives on things that we've never exercised. We've never allowed the Holy Spirit. We've never spoken to those things. We've buried them. They're out of our minds right. and we think they're out of our lives, but they're not. We, the, the ghosts of our past and unexpected moments, it's why many things that we thought that we conquered before in this 2020 are showing up in marriages, are showing up in personal lives, are showing up in, 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 uh, in, in hidden times, in hidden feelings, in depression, in suicidal thoughts. We thought we dealt with yeah, them all, but we haven't. And it's because in unexpected times, it's these ghosts of the past, this poltergeist moment shows up. My friends, just take some time. Get before Jesus. He is the author and the perfecter of our faith. The Bible says if I confess my sin, he cleanses me every time. That word is disinfects. It means it's gone. It loses its virus-carrying potential. Come on, if you are in a marriage right now that is struggling, it may just be because there are some things that you have buried and have never exhumed, and you're trying to build a godly relationship on that. You're just trying to be a parent that's better than and not like this, right. and I'm not going to be that person. If you are a people pleaser, yeah. it's because there's some things that you have not exhumed and exercised out of your past in your life. If you are here today afraid of, the, uh, afraid of somebody and afraid of taking risks, it's because there are some things things in your life that when you failed, come on, there were words spoken over you. There were things as a child that someone said to you yes. that have not been exhumed and exercised by the spirit of the living God. Today, the same spirit that came on Mary, that took the things that were chaotic in her life and formed them into something that is powerful and abundant in Jesus is the same spirit of God that can come on you right now and change those things. Today, this is the moment this is the time. That's why what we've been talking about, D, is I can't go, I, I don't want to get past this yeah. thing that it requires surrender and submission. Both of these things today, to unlearn something requires surrender. I got to surrender. Why? Because surrender deals with my will, my desires, what I think I have a right to or the way something should be. It, it literally, it requires, I wrote this down, in order to learn I need to first surrender to the fact that I have been wrong. I hate that because I don't want to ever admit I'm wrong. It's cool. I know I'm wrong. No, 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 no. No, the way I've been looking at my own life is wrong. I don't know. Total surrender is why total surrender is the first thing that happens when we come to Jesus. I've got a total surrender. I have to admit there's nothing inside of me that's good. There's nothing that should... That, 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 that enables me to live a holy life. I, the total depravity of humanity is upon me. I've got nothing to offer God, and he has everything to offer me. That's the total surrender to the grace of Jesus Christ. I'm incapable of being holy. If you've been at Connect long enough, you've heard me say, we are not mistakers in need of correction. That is a 21st century crap fest. 
We are sinners in need of a Savior. That's why you've heard me say, I don't believe in volunteerism at church. We don't volunteer. There's only been one volunteer in the New Testament. His name was Jesus. He voluntarily went to the cross. After that, I serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Why? Because I have to surrender in order to unlearn all the things that I used to think were good inside of me. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 4, you were taught in regard to your former way of life to surrender your old self, put it off, which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires, and put on the new self that's created in Christ Jesus that offers true righteousness, true holiness. D, this, this concept is not unusual to us, though. See, this is what I want to say. Because I like to fly. You know, I like to travel. I like to fly. Mm -hmm. Every time, every time I, I, I get on that plane and, and get into my assigned seat, I have to surrender. Yeah. I've got to surrender to the ability of the pilot. I've got to surrender to the, 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 the natural laws of aerodynamics that God created for us, not because of us, but for us, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't let me get on the plane and go, oh, you know what I should right. do because Kyle's <laughs> on a plane? Let me create some none of the other laws in place ahead of time. And there is a reason, my friends, that they do not offer me the co-pilot seat. Mm -hmm. It's the same reason that Jesus is not offering you the co-pilot seat. Because in the kingdom, I surrender. I get on the plane of Christ. I surrender to his ability, his sovereignty, what he did on the work of the cross. Not my goodness, his goodness. Man, I surrender to the spiritual laws that God had in place before I ever showed up on that plane. But when I got on the plane of Jesus, it changes everything in my life. It justifies me. It makes me righteous. It actually cleanses me of all those things. I surrender to who he is. And you know why it's easier? Because you're not a pilot. I'm not. Correct, but if I was a pilot, right? Correct. All of a sudden, you're like, "What's she doing up there? Why is she doing Hubbard, that?" Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I said to D this week, like in college, <laughs> I, I took it at like an advanced physics class, and I I didn't have to whatever. surrender there. I was I, I was Sorry. in like first grade reading, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. You go on with your. Physics. But I did take microbi, you know, like microbiology. Like I, I didn't know I couldn't argue with the teacher, but but when it came to football. Right. Oh, I thought I mm, I had a lot of, right. I had to surrender to the philosophy of the coach, the way he did it, right? right? There's a surrendering there. And if I want to learn something new, church, we have to actually submit. Yeah. We actually have to uh, 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 su submit to something that's against our natural norm, that's different. How would you, if someone asked you right now, because words like that, like yeah. in our society, first yeah. of all, there's a lot of pushback concept of submitting yeah and also begins then to be white noise in the christian community so if someone asked you to explain right now in this in this scenario what would submission actually mean with different words what would it yeah. actually end up looking like i love it because i think we've talked about this before um submission is uh getting under is, is supporting someone else or something else so that it can actually um do what it was created to do so it's uh, the, the picture of the pillars that hold up the bridge. Right. So like my job is submitting to you as your husband is to get under and support, become a support so that you can be what God created you to be, not, not what I think you should be. And see, it sounds beautiful, right? When you put it into context like right. that, when you put, again, when you're hearing that from me being the centric person in my story, it sounds awesome that someone would come and undergird me in my life. Yes. But 
the struggle with that is that you have a belief system and a concept and a perspective on how I should be best responsive, best receiving, Correct. how I should function with that with that submission. Correct. So like that's the that's the struggle when you're saying we need to submit like unlearning and learning. We still have this ongoing um yeah, instruction yeah, yeah. manual yeah, yeah. Yes. telling the people yes. in our lives how they should right. be functioning as far as they should be orbiting around us and we do the same thing with God. So Correct. it's like the submission of it is not just in the action, right? Because that's great. It's great when people are, are submit in action, but it's why I've, what we've talked about before, which is it, it, that's the that's not unity. Yes, correct. It's not correct. functioning as a submissive part in in a story is still not unity. Correct. The unity is in actually laying down your belief system that you know how 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 you would want to do it, how you think it should be done. That's why it's surrender and not and still holding on to the fact. Correct. This is the thing. This is what I was trying to say when we were talking so much about this. Is that it's not just like okay, yes, you're right, Kyle. I'm going to submit my beliefs and I'm going to just show up and undergird you. It's actually in me realizing I might be wrong. Yes, that's the part, church, that we miss, and we're going to keep talking about this because we're we're short time. on time. Yeah, but that's very important. That's what I was talking about—the repentance. It's not like okay, fine, I'm going to support and undergird what God wants for my life and I'm yes. going to submit. It's like, oh my goodness, I think I've been wrong. Yes. That's the part that is a true commune with God because there's it's so hard to admit and see that we were wrong because we have evidence. We function in our lives. I say it right. all the time, right? As like as an attorney, we have all of this exhibit A, exhibit yeah, exactly, Z exactly, of exactly, why exactly. we're right, yep, yep, why yep. we believe that this is right, why yep. I should be centric in my own story, why I should be able to be the leading character and not the why God should be orbiting his story and I should not be identified Correct. as the mother of Jesus. Yep. He should be the child of Mary. I was here first. Like all this craziness, but it comes yep. out of us and that's because we feel entitled and we feel that the way that we would have other people and God process through our lives is right. And that's the reckoning that we want to leave you with to think about this week. Really let everything be on the table with yep. God to reveal that maybe we haven't had this all right. And that's so important to having the soil turned in a healthy way so that the planting can eventually begin. It's okay to be bare. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I just want to encourage you because Mary's response, you can see both of these things. I am your servant. I surrender. And let it be done according to your word, not mine. There's submission. And out of that, there's a brand new hope that's birthed. There's a brand new life that's birthed. There's a brand new joy that's birthed. And I, I just, I, I want to encourage you today because I think, um, I think in, in the big picture of life that we're believing and we're buying into this thing, D, where like, um, I guess where we are in 2020 is, is, is all we're going to have. But mm -hmm. if there is, when, we, when we're willing to surrender to the, to the Lordship, of, to, to, to the Savior, and we're willing to submit to, to His kingship in our life, it positions us for breakthroughs that we never thought possible. This 13-year-old, 14-year-old girl never conceived in her life that she could bear the Son of God. 
But the moment that the word came and the moment she responded differently, the moment she met that unexpected moment with, unex with unusual faith, something changed inside of her forever. And the hope that was lost in this world, the hope that was lost in her family, the hope that was lost in her community, in her neighborhood, was birthed inside of her and through her. And I just, I want to encourage you, and Dee, I'm with you, we're going to talk about yeah. this more down the road, but... Um, I actually want to pray. Do you mind if I pray? No, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, really, yeah. I just really feel impressed to pray for everybody right now that this is resonating inside of, and you're starting to feel some upheaval, and sometimes our human response is to try to bring pseudo peace to things because we think it's going to trigger some sort of anxiety but what sometimes we feel unrest when god is doing a deep thing so let me yeah 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 please god i thank you for a vulnerable people a vulnerable people that can entrust that vulnerability mm. to you this morning god yes. whether people are watching with us right now or watching this back this moment is as crucial to their lives as any other, other than coming to the cross. Because it is, this is how we become disciples yes. of your heart, Father. This is how we bow our knee to become more like you and less like us. And Father, I pray for everyone that this is reverberating through God, that they're starting to see, they're starting to see glimpses of how they may have had it wrong, how they may have thought incorrectly, how they may have been skewed by those bones underneath their foundation. Yes. And God, I pray for a bravery to yes. rise up inside of people, that the voice of the Spirit of God would be loud and clear to them, that they would not bow their knee to the typical characters and players in their lives, yes. that they would not let things be covered up one more time, that they would trust you to take care of them as they lay themselves bare before you, that you would do a deep and profound work, that you would be the surgeon that you are, and that you would go in and take great care into the health of this body. I pray, Father, that you would keep this at the forefront of people's minds this month, that they would not be able to become busy or heavy, Father, or weary, but that they would be in, actually found, find hope in the fact that you will not leave them at the end of yes. this year the way that they found themselves at the Come beginning on. of this year, God. This is how we change, God. And I pray that you would help these men and women yes. to become brave yes. and that they would occupy yes. their yes. discipleship, Father, with a yes. new fervency, that they would have a yes. hunger and thirst for the things of you yes. and that when those bones begin to shake mm. and they begin to make noise, I pray, Father, that they would not fear those mm. bones but that they would understand that you are crushing them to dust so that they may Hallelujah. haunt no longer. And Father, I pray for every person that is joining us that yes. may not know you yet. God, I pray that in this hour that they would be drawn to your side to become your disciple, to become your son, to become your daughter. Yes. And right now, yes, Father, yes, we yes. lead them in this prayer and we say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus we, ask you today we ask you today to become the Savior, to become the Savior and, the Lord and the Lord of our lives. Of our lives. I repent of my sin. I repent of my sin. And I give you my life. And I give you my life. Make you make you the center character. The center character of my world. Of my world. Forevermore. Forevermore. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving and me. And thank you for leading me. And thank you for leading me. Into hope I've never had. Into hope I never had. And into a new life. And into a new life. In 2021. In 2021. In your name I thank you. In your name I thank Amen. you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, uh, wow. Woo. 
Hey, if you prayed that prayer or maybe for the first time or just uh, prayed it again to reestablish that with Jesus, we have a book we want to send you. It is called uh, The Surprise of Your Life. It's written by one of our pastors, Pastor Rick Campana. It's forwarded by uh, the, the forge written by Carson Wentz. Um, and it just explains uh, how, uh, how what the decision you made is really lived out in your life. And so if you'll just send your information to uh, your name and address to prayer at theconnectchurch.com. Oh, there's a link. Um, you'll, you'll be able to, to, to do that. I, I just, I want to just say one thing as well. You know, we can't do this on our own. We can't learn and unlearn on our own. We, that's why we need discipleship. Sunday morning is pastoring. We're pastoring area. We're encouraging. We're giving you a big word, the word God has for the, the community. But discipleship is what we do through fours and, and shoulder to shoulder. And when, 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 man, when, when Elijah was, uh, by, thought he was all alone and by himself, um, he wanted to quit. Man, when Jonah uh, got a word from God, but no one was there to keep him on track, he, he ran away. Um, it took a donkey, a donkey, donkey. To, to keep Balaam from being a knucklehead. Uh, come on. Uh, we, we need each other. Um, and so go to the link. Be a part of, of that. Not just, Don't be a churchgoer. Be a disciple of Jesus. Um, part, of, part of this community life, part of being a disciple is actually helping to uh, uh, give into this life, into, into the community, and, uh, and, and be able to make sure that the community has resources to do yeah. what it's called to do, which is to reach people locally, nationally, and, uh, and globally. Um, there's this uh, moment uh, in 2 in Kings, D, where the widow doesn't have oil, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Elijah says, just start, take the little that you got and start pouring it out, and it's going to increase and double. And I love the faith of the woman. She just says, okay, and she starts pouring out the little that she has. She doesn't know how God's going to do it, how God's going to multiply it. But when she starts to enact what God said to do, then there was a multiplication factor that happened in her life. And I just believe that is the same for each and every one of us. As we believe God's word over giving, when we believe God's word over worship, when we believe God's word over tithing, when we believe God's word over forgiveness, when we believe God's word over offense, man, it just starts to pour. And, and, and the little we have becomes more and more and more. And that's what happens when each and every one of us begins to pour the little that we have. Uh, it begins to, God, God begins to multiply it and we can do more in community and we are doing a lot in community. Uh, and so we want to encourage you, uh, there's a link there that you can continue to worship by giving, uh, today. Uh, you can set up as auto tithe or you can, you can just uh, make a one-time, uh, today be your one-time offering as well. We're just really thankful. Dean and I are really very, thankful. Very, very, Every time, uh, after every Sunday, and we hear what God's done, man, it just does something in our heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for your testimonies. Thank you for your faithfulness for showing up. Uh, just want to, no chat room anymore for the rest of this year. Yep, it's gonna, when we come back, it's going to have um, a new face. something very fresh to it. Woo, it's it's going to be awesome. And, and that is another part of helping to, like, as discipleship as far as going deeper into the Word. It's yeah. going to kind of have um, have a different depth to it as well, and um, it's going to expand. I said I said a, ch- a chat room, you know, uh, this week. Um, Sunday morning is pastoring. It's it's God's shepherding uh, the large flock, um, shoulder to shoulder, and 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 forged right. our discipleship. Jesus called us to make disciples. It. it Helps people to ha- helps to have people who can see our blind spots and encourage us and, and build us into areas to help us unlearn and to learn. And then cha- uh, um, chat, room. Uh, chat room is going to be teaching. 
um, and really helping us to yeah. build an understanding of the Word of yeah. God. So it's not just information, it's transformation in our life. And uh, man, when we see those things with the prophetic voice that comes in and the evangelistic message that goes out, you're starting to see the fivefold ministry from Ephesians chapter 4, 11, and 12 that the church is built on. So I really want to encourage you to be a part of it. Yeah. So church, we love you so very much. Yeah, we much. do. I know that you get to see us and we don't get to see you, but we feel you with this morning. I feel you with us. But the I'm very merry, very merry Christmas connect, connect. <laughs> open house Christmas tour. tour. <laughs> 